What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Sawdust Talk. Let's go! So, you know, we had to call an audible tonight, and uh, we've got Ed from uh, Mancini Woodworking on tonight. Uh, he's one of our co- regular co-hosts on here, and uh, it's going to be a great episode. So stay tuned. We'll get everybody in here, and uh, we'll get started. What's up, PNW? How you doing? Send me... Mancini, let's go. Let's see here. I think TJ's going to be on here in a second. What's up, Ed? How you doing? You know, another day. It's been a while since I've been on here, man. It feels good. I know. I know, it has. (laughs) Family's doing okay? Oh, my God, yeah. Finally, uh, Finally feeling better, so that's a good thing. Whoa. So, how about you, man? Is this going to be the first live since you've had your new phone? No, second, right? Uh, I think it, yeah, it's the first or second, but, like, I finally, like, uh, I finally have no, uh, it's not going to overheat, so that's good, right? You don't have, like, a bag of ice, like, as a backup? (laughs) Yeah, there's no bag of ice tonight, so that's uh, no no behind-the-scenes footage, hopefully. That's funny. Get uh, TJ in here. All right. Well, um, you know, our guest of honor, uh, Lacey, um, just for those of you who didn't see my story or um, are kind of haven't heard yet, she uh, cut her finger earlier tonight and uh, had to run to the hospital and and get some stitches. So uh, thoughts and prayers with her, and hopefully uh, she has a speedy recovery. Um, so we got Ed stepping in. He's one of our regular co-hosts, but we'll, uh, we'll get him in and, and uh, you know, see what he's all about. So, um, what do you think Ed is all about? That's a good question. It's <laughs> a good, a I good don't question. even know. Yeah. Sorry. It took me a second to get on here, boys. I had everything set up from turning last night with Ed. So it was a mad scramble to sort of <laughs> move stuff around and get phones plugged in. My bad. Dude, you're good, man. No, we're happy to have you on, TJ, and uh, thanks for being a part of the show, as always. Um, yeah, so we'll get the show started. I'm Kyle. I try to pretend to do some working here and there. Uh, haven't been on in a while. Um, thank you, everybody, for continuing to join and follow me. And uh, yeah, family's been sick, been on vacation, and, and finally starting to feel better. My uh, all the like ears. My daughter had an ear infection the other day, and my fevers galore and and just happy to like finally be getting through that and like getting some sleep so that's a good thing um toss it over you tj and then we'll kick it ahead and uh get this party started sure i'm tj with tjt workshop i've been sort of filling in for kyle when he can't be around um but yeah i do woodworking mostly wood turning on a lathe i make big bowls like that guy back there um yeah, a little bit of metal work, a little bit of 3D printing, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised the kind of questions and answers that you can get out of me if you just ask. Um, <laughs> but yeah, located here in St. Louis. And uh, yeah, much like Kyle, I, I understand uh, how much fun it is to be a daddy. Ed's been doing uh, Instagram lives every night for the better part of a week, right? Yeah. And uh, every time he comes on, I'm usually putting my son to bed. And every day this week, I'm getting a little bit better at getting that little boy to fall asleep. And send me knows that I'm a big fan of RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. Um, all right, Ed, man. Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and uh, how everything's going, man. Yeah. So um, I am Ed Mancini of Mancini Woodworking. Um I've been woodworking, I don't know, kind of on and off for a while. So kind of, so I'm out of Louisville, Kentucky currently. Um, I, um, I guess going back to the beginning, uh, when I was younger, my grandfather, um, he did some woodworking. He didn't own a business or anything like that, but, um, you know, being a little kid, you don't really know what your grandfather kind of does when he's retired, you know, but he always had like the old school, um, carry handle little, um, uh, box with the tools in it and, and the, the measuring tape that was the fold out one, you know, and I used to play with it all the time when I was a kid and all that stuff. And, and, um, when I, uh, 
when I transitioned to high school, I had the opportunity to uh, apply to be in a vocational school. And uh, I kind of didn't think college was for me even that young. Um, but I took up carpentry uh, in, in the vocational high school. So like um, the first two years was more or less smaller level things. Like freshman year was all about uh, getting to know woods, getting to know tools. Um, they made us do everything with hand tools only. Um, if we had to use some kind of power tool, usually the teacher kind of did the majority of the power tool, but made us do as much as possible uh, with hand tools. Uh, that's where I made my first um, toolbox. Um, we had to do it with like hand cut dovetails and stuff like that. And at 13 years old, like I still have it. It's in my attic uh, and it's, it's held up. But like uh, when you go back and look at that damn thing, you're just like, Ooh, that's rough. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, we did little trinkets and spice racks and stuff like that. And then uh, sophomore year, we transitioned to more like, um, bunk beds and benches and uh, outdoor type stuff. And then we, from like sophomore to junior, somewhere in that realm, we went into like cabinetry and we did some kitchen stuff. Uh, and then junior and senior year focused around building a house. So um, junior year, we built two houses. And then senior year, we built two houses from the ground up. Um, we had our vocational school had like an electrical department who did all the electrical work, a plumbing department who did all the plumbing work. Um, someone else did the drywall work, um, which is oh, cool. funny when uh, they came and did the drywall before we did uh, on one of the houses, they wanted uh, like real hardwood flooring in and that toenailer, at like six, 17, 16 years old, you don't really think about your surroundings too much. And all the drywall was put up and we were hammering down the hallways, the toenailer, and we put so many holes in the drywall that they had to have the drywall guys come back and replace all the drywall in the house because we had holes in all of it. <laughs> so our teacher learned a lesson on that one. <laughs> don't put up the drywall before the floors. That's so, fun. <laughs> yeah, so that that was school. And then I got out of school and, and I'm from originally from Connecticut. So I got out of school and I worked in, uh, you know, the trade a little bit and I kind of bounced around and it wasn't fun. I, I didn't really enjoy it. Like I like making stuff, but the people that I was working with and around were were super serious about life and their job. And I just wanted to make a little bit of money and and build some stuff, you know, and, and, uh, by my senior year, I already knew I was going to join the military. So I, I just kind of was put it off to the side. So at 19, I joined the army and I just retired from the army after 20 years. That's a whole nother, but then all over the place, a bunch of stuff and woodworking got left behind, um, in a big way. Um, I think the only time I could honestly recall using any kind of woodworking skills, um, was, uh, I did a deployment to Afghanistan in 2012 and, um, I built this massive boardwalk area, like, uh, where we were living, there were a lot of tents and stuff. You got it, Scott. I appreciate it. Um, there were a lot of like, uh, tents all over the place and where we were walking every time it rained or, or something like that, like, cause we, we lived in a, we were in an area that it rained a lot. It, it would just get stupid muddy, like right in our sleeping areas. So I built this massive, like I just bored. And, and I was like, you know, in between missions and going out and stuff like that, I was like, I'm going to work on a boardwalk. And I built this boardwalk that spanned probably maybe a quarter mile. And, uh, and then uh, the platform that was kind of like our center area in between all the buildings and or tents and whatever, where everyone kind of hung out at was probably a hundred foot by a hundred foot. So I platformed that off and um, I just did it when I had free time. Nobody helped me. Um, I had to go up to the hill and get all the wood and bring it all down and just a little bit at a time. Um, and then uh, when I came back from a deployment in 2019, a, a good buddy of mine that was my neighbor was like, Hey, do you want to help me build a deck? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll help you build a deck. Um, 
So it was just him and I, we built a 50 foot deck, second floor deck. And, um, that kind of gave me the bug again. And I was like, man, I really miss this stuff. And 2019 is when I started getting right back into woodworking again and making uh dog bowl holders and flags. And actually I have these crappy little dog bowl holders. I still have them. Um, this is the very first thing that I ever built was, uh, actually, I think it was this tall one right here was like literally the very first thing I built in 2019 when I came back and it's all uh, just 18 gauge pin nailer and, you know, throwing it together. I'm pretty sure I had a 18 gauge go through my thumb on one of those and, Ooh. uh, yeah, it's all good. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, big deal. Yeah. You know, as you do. Yeah. Right. Man, that that is a lot to unpack right there. Yeah, that's uh, a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, first and foremost, I mean, thank you for for your service, man. I think I speak for everybody when, we, when I say that. Um, appreciate it. Quite a few comments here saying that, so appreciate that, man. And, and uh, 20 years, that, that's a long time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. I'm ready. I, like, I've been ready for this to be over with for a while. And now that it's over, I could more focus on, you know, what I want to do. Uh, don't have to drag my family around all over the place. My youngest son doesn't even, I mean, he's a daddy's boy, luckily, but you know, he doesn't really remember when dad used to be around all the time. Because, you know, that's from my ex-wife, uh, previous marriage. But like, you know, it, it's just good to be retired and like all my energy and time now goes to my kids. My oldest son, uh, he's, he'll be 19 in November and he's already in college. So he's away. And now I just get to soak up all my time with my youngest son and build a adventure here in Louisville. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, that sort of brings me to my next question is, um, you're, you are in Louisville now. Um, do you think Louisville is going to stay home base? I mean, by day, I, I talk to people a lot about how retirement works during my day job. And yeah. uh, do, you, do you feel like you've, you've planted the roots and, and that Louisville is, is where you're going to stay? or what's? It, I don't think so. Um, so it, it is for now until my youngest son finishes grade school. Um, and he's in eighth grade now. So I have five years, um, to be here. And then once he figures out what it is that he wants to do, whether he goes to, I don't know the, the, he, he won't go to the military. I won't let him, but my youngest son's also autistic. So he can't really go to, you know, into the military. He, he would be, uh, you know, he wouldn't qualify, um, Nashville. Yeah. I, Nashville would be nice. Um, <laughs> So like, yeah, once he's out of school and he figures his crap out, then I'll figure out where I want to go. Um, I, I don't know where I want to go yet. Um, my wife loves it here. Um, what are we talking about? That says STL come here. Oh, you can come <laughs> here. Yeah. Okay. Come, come join us beneath the gateway arch not, in not another river city. I mean, I'm, I'm coming to visit you guys soon. So it's a moral or... imperative, bud. But yeah. um, I don't we gotta know, get like out of <laughs> Texas, I, Texas is an option. Um, Florida is also an option because I have some family in Florida. And when I go visit, I just love being at the beach, which I grew up around the beach. Uh, the cold beach, New England's the cold beach. Uh, the warm beach is way nicer. So <laughs> I, I don't know. And I, I honestly, I've, I've been talking to my youngest son and I'm like, what if you finish school, like college, school, whatever, and we uh, like legit, like we, we get a house in uh, Florida and you and I just bro it up on the ocean with some, with a boat and some jet skis. And like, we just live up the life and you know, he's, he's 13, he's down for that, but we'll see if he gets older. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, stay safe. It's fine. We're good here. Don't worry about it. Luke's custom woodworking here. Uh, yeah, no big deal. But yeah, if, come if you guys come to St. Louis, hit us up. Uh, TJ and I will will shoot for sure. Oh, you uh, know, I'm. I mean, I've already been talking about it. I know, man. I'll we come gotta... whenever. I I'm not I'm not like held down. So whenever. 
Yeah, you don't really have a desk to report to anymore like you did. I ain't got nothing to report to, me, myself, and I. If I tell my <laughs> wife, like, hey, I'll be gone for a week, like, she'll be like, all right, I'll, I'll just go work some extra shifts. Right, cool. Okay. Well, yeah, somebody says uh, you need to make it a write-off. So, Ed, you're going to have to form Mancini Woodworks LLC or S-Corp, and then uh, this will be a paid travel expense. Man, that's actually that's actually a good idea. Never really thought yeah. of that. I'm not qualified to give tax advice, so, you know, don't take that as advice. But, boy, that might be a really good idea. Um, you have a CPA, so I'll ask her. Yeah, and then just tell her that you need training on a wood lathe. And uh, we'll do a, a one-week intensive uh, barbecuing and working on a wood lathe. That sounds all right. I'm Bro, I'm yeah. down. Kyle, you can hold the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I was supposed to hold the camera, remember? Fun. I was oh. supposed to hold the camera for you guys, remember? Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get the TikTok tights out, and we'll make a weekend out of it. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be so funny. It's going to be awesome, man. So we got a lot of questions coming in, and we'll get those uh, here in a bit. But, uh, sure. Ed, man, just want to, you know, go back to that experience of, of building that boardwalk. Like, like, how did you get, like, you said you get got wood off a hill. Like, tell us a little bit more about that, like. Yeah, so uh, when you're when you're deployed, so when you're deployed, you have a relatively unlimited budget, right? And what the way we had our our base or fob or whatever, um, pizza and barbecue. That's what I'm talking about, Scott. That's Scott coming through. We're gonna have a party, bro. A party. Um, so the way that we had it set up, like our fob, our main area were like the command tents and the sleeping tents and the chow tents and all that was down lower. And then we had this, we were basically on the side of a mountain and it, we had this like driveway essentially that went zigzagged up towards the top of the mountain, not all the way up, but you know, higher up on the mountain where there was a helipad and, uh, that's where the choppers would drop off people or supplies or whatever. And we had like a whole row of connexes up there. And then they made um, a yard of supplies. So um, if we needed wood, all we had to do was request wood, literally as much as they wanted. And the unit that was there before us, they left all their wood there. Plus our unit had plans on building stuff. So they purchased more. And then what started coming in was like, crates and crates and crates of DeWalt equipment all over the place, right? So literally we had anything we needed to build whatever we wanted. And when I saw all the tools and then I saw all the wood, I was like, all right, like, I guess I'm getting wood. So at first I would go up there, grab some wood, throw it on my shoulders and walk down the mountain and I'd drop it off and work a little bit. And then um, we started ordering more gators, like the little cart gator, golf cart right. ones. And I would, I would snatch up one of them real quick. And that thing would just, <laughs> where's the gator at? Like, I don't know. Uh, but I would take that thing and load it up with wood and just back and forth. And nice. I didn't have any plans or anything. I just kind of figured, you know, it's basically framing with planks on top. So I, I just right. kept on going with it. And people every day were like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> Making life better. That's what I'm trying to do. Right. Dance floor. I'm making a dance floor. Oh, we we had a dance party on that that 100 foot by 100 foot platform. We had a dance party. I built like a a rows of pull-up bars. You know, we do a lot of, you know, when you're deployed, you work out a lot. So we did that. I I managed to order this giant net that went over the 100 foot by 100 foot. So we were shaded. Um, I uh, I repaired the building we were living in because uh, whenever it rained, we would get wet inside while we were sleeping. So I put like this tin roof stuff, the corrugated tin that they had sitting in the in the little yard over there. I just brought that over and started lining the roof with that. And then it turned into a tanning party. So like me and like three or four other dudes would like put on our short shorts just just short shorts and we'd just go out on the tin roof and we'd be laying up there and the helicopter would come in and everyone would be pointing at us and stuff like what the <laughs> hell are they doing like i'm trying to get a tan here like jesus <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah it's funny that, that is unreal okay so we we move forward in time you've built a deck yep right 
what was the project that made you think, okay, I got to start keeping a journal of this stuff? Um, I don't, I really started kind of keeping a journal of it from the beginning, from that, that dog bowl stand. So like when, after we did the deck, I had really no tools at the time. And my buddy, he's the one that had like all the Ryobi tools in his house, uh, table saw, miter saw, all that stuff. So like, he asked me to help him build like a farmhouse uh, uh, TV stand or whatever, going to wear the short shorts in the shop. You know what? I might pull them out just for you, Scott. I might, I might, I'll, I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll do a story about it. Maybe we'll do some short shorts and the TikTok leggings, man. It's going to be pleats go. and creases everywhere. Oh man. <laughs> That's going to be a video. It's a lot of skin there. Um, so, um, so yeah, like, I'd go to his house. I helped him with the, the farmhouse, you know, tabletop stand thing. And, and then like, I was just hooked immediately. I was like, I got to do this. Like, this is what I need to pass my time and to keep my mind busy because I noticed that my mind wouldn't wander so much and, and it would, you know, I'd focus and kind of get lost in the high of woodworking. So it was really from that very first one, I built that first one and I started my little journal of, of, pictures and and measurements and drawings and everything written out so i didn't forget because i was like you know what maybe somebody else will want one you know whatever okay so uh because we get to hear all of your innermost thoughts and our chats and conversations um i i know in recent sawdust talks you you've talked a little bit about maybe getting a scroll saw maybe yeah, so so uh, that's I I do want one, and I had the opportunity to get a brand new Dewalt um, for like three hundred bucks. Um, I want to try it, and that's that's the thing is I don't know if I want to go forward with a large investment, not three hundred dollars like large investment, but like what Kyle has the fancy stuff over there. You know, I I I, I like to have nice stuff, right? But like. I don't know if scrolling is going to be the thing that I pick up and, and really enjoy doing. So I kind of want to maybe find someone local that has a good quality DeWalt or something and maybe use theirs for a little bit and see how I pick up on it. Because what I would hate to do with, you know, we all know that our shop space is limited no matter how big or small that space is. I don't want to have a scroll saw sitting in the corner somewhere taking up space and getting dusty because I tried it like three times and was like, yeah, I, I, I going to let other people do this. You know what I mean? So I do want to try it because man, I've recently peaked like huge interest in the, the content that people are putting online with scrolls signs and stuff. And I'm like, Holy crap, man, this stuff is so nice. And I just want to try, I want to try everything. You know what I mean? at least see what it's like and at least say that I tried it before and I, I either didn't like it or I did. And here's the reasons why, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I've, I can promise you that if you get your hands on a nice wood lathe and then you spend the other thousand dollars on top of it for all of the tools, you will get bit <laughs> by the bug and you will realize that one, it is the most fun that you can have with pants on. Right. <laughs> and, and two, you will realize that Number one people thing. who are people who are, are wood turners are the ones that are having the most fun. And then I guess I'll throw a third on there. Your <laughs> shop will never be clean again. See, I don't Ever. know if I can handle that. That's the thing is like, I love watching you turn. And yesterday you made that bowl so freaking quick. But like, I was like, I would freak the hell out. Like I would make some cuts and then I would go get the vacuum and clean it up. And then I would shave a little more. And then I'd be like, no, nah, I can't do this. I can clean this up. And cause I do that now. <laughs> like I'm my own worst enemy in the shop, man. Like I, my OCD kicks in so bad and I can't continue until I, it's stupid, stupid, man. Right. Okay. But see, like you don't know what a dirty shop is until you're cleaning your shop with a scoop shovel. Yeah, no, I don't know anything about that. I think like the worst shop's ever been is with with a you know a palm router or something like that, and I'm just going ham and I'm just making a huge ass mess. That's the worst it's ever been. Yeah, 
Also, when you were watching, I sent you the the timestamp, and then I realized you probably have an iPhone, so you might have missed it. I found it. it anyway. No, I found it anyway. <laughs> okay, I, I, I sent my wife in there to to put a timestamp in for the for the iPhones. That let me go grab it. You guys got to see this. It, it almost I I thought it would hit your almost hit your window. It was huge. <laughs> it, it, he was he was going and. There was pieces falling off, but this one flew behind him and almost hit his window and his door. Yeah, oh. that. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I reverse engineered that time because I went to your time, and I was like, what the hell's here? There's nothing here. And then I was right. like, okay, I got to reverse this. This is weird. But, but yeah, so this it's just a, a bark piece from – of this, this is Hackberry Bark. You can tell because it's warty. And and fun and variegated, but um, yeah, no, it it flew off. Well, I wouldn't say it flew off the lathe. Scary, but it flew off the lathe quick enough that I pulled the tool away and I made a really dumb face. And yeah. it's real. So yeah. all of the the cool kids up there, um, yeah, I think it's I don't know. Uh, Canada Jeff comes on and it's like two or three minutes after that. But yeah, yeah. It, oh man, it was so funny. I was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you you gotta get to St. Louis. We gotta put some lathe tools in your hands. We're gonna make some shavings, and then uh, Kyle's gonna cook pork steaks for us. It's gonna be awesome. I'm down because I have no issues. Scroll saw, like let me. me, I mean, yeah, that's up there too. But you know, you're giving the pitch for the lathe, but like this scroll saw, right? It's right here, man. Like it's. I mean, it is a Ferrari, and and then you you will be able to use. What is probably the finest scroll saw that you can spend money on in North America, right? Like you can go to foreign countries, but they get bigger, but I don't think they get nicer, right, Kyle? I mean, it's one of the best. I'm, so, I'm totally I don't down. know about this, but I mean, I, I've heard a lot of things. Like, I mean, yes, the DeWalt's good. There's a couple others that are good, but like, it, it's pretty good. It's it's a Pegasus. Cedar Duck Woodworking is asking if it's an RBI. It's a Pegasus. A Pegasus. 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 That whatever. I don't know. You it's know, all right, Kyle. I'm gonna sneak in your shop and put wings on it. And we'll make it a Pegasus. <laughs> okay. Damn right. And you uh, know what? Maybe I'll scroll some wings for it. Now, now it's a business trip. This is what I'm saying. It's gonna be a business trip regardless. Like, let's be real. <laughs> uh, TJ. No. So speaking of that, I might be getting a lathe, so uh, I'm gonna need some. Like... What? Oh, dude, you want to be like? Do you want to be Demi Moore? Do you want to be Patrick Swayze? And we can do it like Ghost, and then we'll just play. Uh, what is it? The Righteous Brothers on loop, and I'll teach you how to use the lathe. That's what I was gonna do for Ed, but we can all do it. It'll be good. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Oh, well, I hope I hope you end up with the lathe, and if you want to talk to me about what you're looking at or what you're gonna buy, we'll. Uh, We'll figure out if it's worth the time and the spending, all right? But, oh. I, but we do need to get back to Ed because this is Ed's shiny special star move moment. Um, I'm here so, way, bro. <laughs> I, I know that you're, you, you want to get into scroll work. What is a project that you haven't done yet that you know that you are going to do before you die, right? What's what's the bucket list project, right? And I don't know if it's money. I don't know if it's time. I don't know if it's kids or if it's space, but you know, what's what's out there and then what's keeping you from doing it? Um, I don't, I don't know if I have a bucket list project because um, I kind of just want to make anything. And that's the thing that like, I, I don't have that project Okay, so I will say this, like a, a, a kitchen table, like a full-size kitchen table, I haven't made one of those yet, right? So with that being said, that is something that I definitely want to do next. I wouldn't say it's a bucket list thing, but it's something that I want to build. Um, but I've seen, so I'll tell you, um, have you seen uh, Matthew Peach, his, his content, right? Um, for whatever reason, he has the split drawers that has the hole in the middle of it, right. where it's like a Y. Every time I see that thing, I'm like, I tell myself, I'm going to build that one day. I have no clue what that dude did to build that damn thing, and the drawers work and everything. But like every time I see it, that thing catches my eye, and I'm like, I, I'm going to build that one day. <laughs> That's awesome. So 
I mean, maybe maybe that's my bucket list item. I don't I don't know, but um, I just want to build anything. Like I, I get so excited, man. If someone asks me to do something, and and I give it to them, even though I'm like, I, I'm, you know, my self esteem as far as like, is this good enough? Is never good enough, you know? But like, I do what I think is the best that I can do with my skills and all that stuff, and I give it to them and that smile on their face just it's like if anybody here has ever done crack which i have never done i would imagine that it's like that same feeling <laughs> but like it's so infectious to to see that smile on someone's face or the tear that like i i donated a flag to a, a nonprofit organization that is helping me with my va paperwork and the the woman that works there she just busted down in tears and I was like, oh, it's so, so emotional. Like, you know, it's, it's beautiful. I love it. That's awesome, man. No, I think that's what's fun, right? Of like, you're, you're like building these things and you like spend so much time and effort into it. And you're like, oh my God, I hope you like it. I hope you like it. And I'm like, to get like those kind of reactions, like it's all worth it. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so question from Scott here, we'll move over to some of these questions that are coming through because there's a lot. Um, so big thanks to everybody for sending in questions. And if you have some, leave them down here by TJ in the corner there with a question mark. Um, so what, what's your favorite wood to use? Um, and I would kind of caveat that with what's, what's your least favorite wood to use? Like, what do you, what do you like to stay away from it? And what do you go to? So, um, so I think what I like to use the most is, um, is walnut. Um, I, I'm on the walnut train. I really am. Uh, what's growing on me hugely is ash ash is big oh you okay over there <laughs> yeah so I, I, I walnut is i don't know it's i tend to like darker colors in general so walnut just is very appealing to me um but yeah ash is growing on me like crazy um and something that i don't like working with is, is honestly pine which is where i started and and there's nothing wrong with pine it's just once you kind of discover the hardwoods and how easy are they are to work with um pine just starts to kind of fall off the back there and and um that's one of the things is like when I, I i made a lot of flags that was like one of the things i was making the most and i didn't want to be the flag guy but it just kind of happened and like when i was making flags it was all out of pine so the question there was like what the hell, if I don't like pine, what the hell am I going to make my flags out of now? Right. So I started doing hardwood flags where I wouldn't paint them or stain them or anything, but I would just use the contrasting, you know, walnut and maple or something like that for the, the different color uh, stripes. Um, and I started doing that. Um, some people like that and some people don't, it's, it's kind of an acquired taste and it definitely has a different cost associated with it compared to pine. So I went to my lumber guy and I was like, who, who is a woodworker? He started off as a woodworker and now he, he owns a lumber mill. And I, I asked him, I was like, hey, man, like, what's a good replacement for pine for flags? And he told me sassafras. And I, I didn't even know what the hell he was talking about. I, was, I don't know what sassafras is. I don't know what it looks like. But he pointed it out and he's like, look, man, all my guys that do flags, they all got rid of the pine and they're all using sassafras. So I was like, I'll give it a shot. And I love sassafras for for flags. I love it. They're, they're, it's amazing uh, to burn it, to, to paint it, to stain it, whatever you want to do with it. It just works so well for my flags specifically. So, um, yeah. And it smells like root beer. Like root beer. <laughs> that is right. Tis correct. TJ, you want to pick out some questions and uh, go through that bucket there? Are you so, Oh, cool. They are populating. I didn't have a number next to it for some reason. So I was like, oh, I don't know if there's anything in there. Uh, okay. <laughs> Actually, this one is, is pretty juicy because, oh, what have I done? I liked it, but it's not submitting it. Okay. So I can like questions, but I can't pick it. Uh, Red Barn. That's, that's what I, I had. Yeah, I get stuck with that. Too. Okay. So I'm just up a creek without a rowing device because I'm not in the captain's seat. Okay. Uh, Redborn wants to know uh, who are your favorite Instagram accounts that you're following? And this is a loaded question because we have learned from Sawdust Talk that your network of DIY and maker Instagrammers and YouTube personalities is enormous. 
It's 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 a, a large fan. I wouldn't say that it's huge. I would just say it spans out in a very uh, interesting way. So what I've learned through through my uh, journey or whatever you want to call it, right, um, is that people start off very differently um, as far as how they get connected to the maker community, right? And when I came in, how I I got connected to the maker community was the bigger names. I started following the bigger names. I started asking questions to the bigger accounts. And we're talking like, um, we're talking like the very first person I think I, were you talking about Cornerstone's comments? Yeah, he's trolling me. I know. We talked about that yesterday, the Black Locust. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so so I think the, the first big person that I started following talking to and and like trying to you know replicate what he did was matt outlaw from 731 woodworks and he's he does a lot in pine he's a very diyer um and and he's like a beginner's pro if that makes sense and he you know he advertises all his content for for new woodworkers and i i grabbed onto that like crazy and he made a Facebook community called 731 Woodworks Community. And like all the, you know, us new people and, and some experienced people are sprinkled in there. And you just start posting your questions and pictures and what do I do? And so many people just jumped in there. And were, they were so helpful. And then I started going into, um, so some of you guys know this, uh, Jason Bent from Bent's Woodworking. He's a, you know, a YouTube guy. He's in the army. Him and I are actually really good friends. And, um, we we actually met through Instagram, through woodworking, and then discovered that we were both in the army and we had a lot of crap in common. And he only lives like two hours from me. So we ended up, you know, hanging out. And now we're pretty, I go, I go to his house probably once or twice a month. And, you know, we, we, we talk a lot and stuff like that. So I, I started bugging the big names first. I didn't even really know that the community of me's were out there. You know what I mean? So right. like, it never occurred to me to go find an Instagram. First of all, I didn't even have an Instagram account until like a year ago. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, it didn't. So Facebook was the only thing I was going off of. And it never occurred to me other than the 731 Woodworks community page to go find other people like me. But when I came here on Instagram, and I started with sawdust talk was what introduced me to this community of people like me. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is amazing. Because I've had great luck with talking to higher accounts. They are very responsive. Um, I have a pretty good connection with most of them. Um, and um, so oh, much so, so much so that most of them are going to be on Sawdust Talk <laughs> towards the end of the year. So um, spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, but um, now I, I still talk to all those bigger account people. Um, but I'm looking more towards the me's out there and I'm getting a lot of satisfaction out of that. Like I'm loving it. I'm loving it a lot. That's awesome, man. Uh, I'm long winded. Sorry. No, I, I love it, man. So you kind of talk about going to Instagram, like what, what drove you to like start an Instagram account and like, you know, be a part of this community. Um, what drove me to Instagram was my wife. Uh, she kept on telling me like, you need to get Instagram. Like you want to put your work out there. You want people to, to know your work and know you and stuff like that. She's like, you need to get off Facebook and you need to get on Instagram. And I fought it. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm an old man. I don't need no Instagram. I don't need to know how to work my Snapchat. Like, I don't know what's going on. So she helped me do it. Um, and I got on there and, but when I got on there, I, I got on there as uh, E and J creations. Cause my wife and I, we started together and that's what our first business business was called E and J creations woodworks. And that was her and I making stuff together. And she focused on like door hanging signs and welcome signs at the door. And I did the other stuff and we kind of, she kind of wanted to break off and do her signs on her own with her own Etsy store and all that stuff. So that's why we separated at the beginning of this year to Manscaped working. And then she called, but she kind of, she kind of left to the side. And so she's gotten back in. 
You still in there, Ed? Sounds like your audio is breaking up. Is that on my end or yours? Uh, you're breaking up real bad. I am? Yeah. I can hear you okay, TJ. I'm having issues with, with uh, Ed. Oh, okay. Too, so. Okay. Ed, Maybe. What's, man? what's wrong with you? It, it could have just been <laughs> me. I don't know. Was it me? Yeah, sorry. You've got a buffering wheel now. Um, <laughs> okay. You got to get on your 5Gs instead of your Wi-Fi, bro. That's what I did. I, I, I was like, shit, I must be on my Wi-Fi. Okay, see, look at him. He's coming in loud and mostly clear. Good deal. Okay, um, okay so uh, from what you were saying, you were E&J separated into Mancini. Yeah. Um, okay, that, that's, gotcha. That's pretty much it. That was at the beginning of this year, yeah. Very cool. Kyle, is this you down here pulling this one up? I was pulling one up if, if you want to ask it, or I was just kind of going to go through some of these questions that we got. Very cool. Uh, okay, so I know that you get a fair bit of screen time in seeing all of the other yous that are on the Instagram, mm -hmm. right? Is that where you're pulling a majority of your inspiration these days, or is it manufactured inspirado from Nikola Tesla daydreams? Like, how's, no, how's I, it work? I, um, I, I have some, I, I'm not like super crafty creative, you know, like, so I'm more of a kind of person that, um, I need to see inspiration from other people and then make it my own type thing. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've been getting a lot of inspiration from those accounts of people that just do amazing, amazing work. Like, and, and it's just opening my eyes to possibilities. Shut up, Jeff. Uh, it's opening my eyes to possibilities of these other things that that I can try or do or make or whatever and things that I never thought about. You know, um, I was talking to Nelia from Red Barn DIY, uh, I think it was like a week ago, and I was talking about signs and she put me on to Cornbread Customs, I think is what it is. Um, and he makes like uh, the signs that that guy makes. I think it's him and his wife, maybe. Uh, but the signs they make are insane and it's all paint. And, and I reached out to him and I'm like, Hey, I, I want to make some signs. You got any tips? And he responded pretty quick. And he's like, I make my own stains and I can't, he said, I didn't have any luck buying stuff. So I create my own colored stains and stuff. Then I was like, I kind of want to make some epoxy signs. So then he, uh, his name's Han from custom, uh, cornbread customs. He, sent me to another page, which I just got today or yesterday. And I reach out to him, like, what's up with this epoxy signs? And I'm trying to get tips for that. So like, man, these, all these accounts are just incredible. And it's just stuff I've never thought of. And I, I'm like, I, I got to pick people's brains. So that's what I do. I just, I bug the crap out of people. I'm like, Hey, uh, what are you using? What kind of tip? What kind of this? Hey, give me some tips, you know? So that's amazing. That's cool. <laughs> My wife wants to know what a what a day in the life of uh, retirement is looking like. Oh man! So, forewarning: the beginning of me retiring, although long awaited, uh, wanted it more than anything, and I don't regret a single day of it. Um, I I struggled in the beginning, so I started I started uh, my you know, not going to work in retirement in, in June, June 14th is, is like I was done with work type thing. And my, my body and my mind kind of was like, okay, now it's time to rest. I don't have to go, go, go all the time. Right. So my body's trying to rest, but my mind is still saying, what are you doing? Right. So I had this mind battle fight for like the last month where I didn't do a whole lot. And I would find myself waking up whenever literally no alarm sometimes i have a problem sleeping so i stay up till like three in the morning as it is but i i wouldn't wake up until 11 or 12 o'clock noon i'd wake up like i'm a teenager it's weird and then i'm i would lay on the couch like the whole day telling myself go do something and then i'm like but i don't want to and then i'm fighting with myself and by the time I actually get my butt off the couch, it's like five o'clock. My wife's coming home from work and I'm looking around like I didn't do anything. Crap. Like I can't have any dishes in because I'm the home wife now, you know, like I'm the house husband. So I can't have any dishes in there. Let me do the dishes real quick. And then I get in the garage 
And I'm like, man, I should have just done this hours ago. So it was a struggle at first, but now I I'm starting to get better. And now I'm waking up eight o'clock usually is when I wake up now, even though I don't sleep very well, but now I'm like, you know, do my chores in the morning. And then I go right into the shop and puddle around with whatever I'm doing, you know, and it's a lot more rewarding knowing that I can really do whatever I want. That's, that's the biggest thing. I don't have a schedule that I have to keep Um, my own pace, do what I want when I want. And I've never had that. So that's awesome, man. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure that's nice, but also it's probably a welcome to get on the schedule and kind of get in a routine. Yeah. That's what I need. That's what I need to really figure out is that routine. Because right. the army, it's built in. So Right, right. And then now without a routine, you're like, oh, my God, I just have all this time away. And what do I do? Right. Yeah. Uh, worth my while. <laughs> I want to know the answer to this one right here. This is, this is juicy. Yeah, so roads to wood, right? Um, you talk a lot about your woodworking journey. Um, do you feel like you might direct that uh, journey towards hand tools and joinery? As that, as that woodworking experience starts to kind of move forward or, or kind of where do you see that going? Um, so I do want to experiment with, with more hand tools. Um, I, I'm not very good at it and I don't really have a lot of hand tools. Um, but like chisels, for example, I have a set of Harbor Freight chisels that were so beat up. I've had them for about a year and those things were so beat up. And uh, this past weekend, I actually reached out to some people for some some help with sharpening them. And I have my chisels sharpened now. So now I'm getting ready to use my chisels. Um, I, I have two planes, like a number five, I think, and a little block plane from about 25 years ago from when I actually was in school. And I still have them and I sharpen the blades to them as well. And I started looking around on Marketplace for, like, used uh, used chisels and planes. And uh, I would like to start doing a, some hand stuff and get a little bit better. Don't take hand stuff the wrong way, Jeff, all right? <laughs> hand tool stuff. <laughs> hey, you, you, you walked yourself into that one, didn't you? I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I don't want to rely completely on tools, which, I mean, I love my tools and I love – you know, getting stuff that does specific things, but I, I don't think you could replace the ability to do stuff by hand either, you know? For sure. For sure. Yeah, And you're not running late for anything anymore. Right. I mean, so like, I, I mean, using a, a router to cut dovetails is what you do when you're, you know, you're running late to go pick kids up from school. Right. But you so got I mean, nothing but time. Nothing but right. Time. And what was good is uh, Mark Twain says, no distance is too far to walk if you've got the time. And I feel like no number of dovetails is too many to cut if you've got the time. Somebody make a decal. That's all I'm saying. There there might be a number of dovetails to cut that's too much. There there might. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Before I get sick of them. But, like, I I, want to at least be decent enough to do something by hand and, you know, someone say, wow, you didn't use that much wood filler this time. (laughs) (laughs) that's a great way to look at it um so so red barn diy i know you've been doing that 30-day live challenge and i've joined a couple of them pretty entertaining um are you having fun with it and uh how's it going i am having fun with it um sometimes i forget to do it which is why i don't do it till about nine o'clock at night because i'm like crap i didn't do a live yet um i'm having fun with it because i'm getting to know people that I don't always have a chance to talk to. And um, I'm trying to invite more people into the live that I've never met before. I've never, you know, had a a, a conversation with them like this. And that's what I want to do. That's what I was using the live for um, just to meet people and talk to people. Um, I used um, Macy from Sweet Pines Design. I, I was using the 30 day challenge as a way to help get her into the, the being able to do lives and talk to people like we do on sawdust talk. So I, I felt compelled to, to, you know, throughout the challenge with her and she did it for a couple of days and then she's a mom that, you know, life gets busy. I, I don't really have an excuse here. She has plenty of excuses running around. You know what I mean? So 
um yeah man i'm i'm enjoying it a lot like just getting to know new people that i've never met before or that i've been following and they've been following me but we've never had a chance to actually talk like jeff like who's the jeff guy that make makers way like cheese that make or, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know but no we had a what was it it was a ak ak custom woodworking First time last I night. Talked to him last night. Okay, yeah. so I've done live with that guy before, but I didn't realize that he had just gotten a sawmill. Man, that dude knows how to party, and the number yeah. of times that he referenced taxidermy over the course of an hour was freaking incredible. The dude <laughs> was awesome. What a great guest! I hope he's in here yeah. tonight. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. I don't care. The dude was awesome. Yeah, I had fun, and I look forward to meeting more people like that. Like I. I, I always try and drag people into the live. I'm like, hey, somebody come join. Like, it's okay if we've never met. It's okay if you don't know me and I don't know you. Like, let's get to know each other. It's, that's, that's what I'm doing it for. That's awesome. Yeah, we need to, like, I know Bad Shop Advice on Thursday nights does that a lot of, of bringing people in. But uh, apparently we need to do that on Sawdust Talk sometime and just get people in and, and get a little roundtable going. So Heck yeah. maybe, maybe someday soon. We'll see. Oh, Kevin, thanks. I, I, my beard's coming in all right. All right, TJ, over to you, man. Uh, next question. Uh, I'm guessing this is the, the dream tool that you don't currently own. Oh, man. I have a, I have a, list. I have a list going right now. Uh, so my what, list what's is first saw, on saw stop. The first one is a saw stop. That's, the, that's my very next tool that I will put the money – because I already bought the upgrade for my CNC. So my CNC is going to get a little bigger. Um, so saw stop is next, uh, uh, a Laguna bandsaw, it, like the 14 BX is the second. And then the third is, um, the, uh, the Harvey gyro 700 or whatever, uh, dust collector. Um, that's gonna, that's the third one. And then I have more after that. I like nice things. I just can't afford nice things. So We'll see what retirement has for me and how quickly I can get those things. But uh, Jason Bent, I would say, is also a very bad influence on me because he has such nice things. And when I go to his shop, I want to just like throw his shop in my car and bring it home with me because it's it's just so nice. So yeah, that that Laguna bandsaw is really nice. I could get on a soapbox about whether the differences are worth the money, but that foot breaks pretty clutch, man. It's a, it's a nice yeah. addition. I've got the one below it and yeah, it's, it's cool stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it big time. That's awesome, man. So uh, another red barn DIY question here. What's your, what's your most touched tool in the shop or, or your go-to tool per se? Um, probably, um, my hands. No. Um, so <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, my sander probably is probably the most, um, I kind of go a little bit of everywhere. Um, I kind of need to use, I don't have so much, so many tools in my shop that like I have, you know, a bunch sitting around for the most part, the least used tool in my shop, I'd probably say is probably my drill press. Um, that's probably the least used tool. And then, um, everything else I pretty much use, relatively evenly uh jointer planer you know chop saw uh my drum sander that thing i i never miss an opportunity to use a drum my drum sander like it saves on sanding big time a hands-on type of guy huh no <laughs> questions for med today huh yeah what the hell's up with that guy <laughs> yeah no there's no questions from ed or tj today it's so it's sparse so down in there um, Ed, Ed is just—he's slacking today, man. I know what the hell. Someone call that guy and get him in here. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> he said, "Oh." <laughs> this is a great question, and everybody knows what the correct answer to it is. <laughs> but, but please indulge me. Uh huh. You're running to the VCR with excitement. Uh -huh. What movie is going to play from that VHS? Oh, man. I, I, I was going through the questions, and I kind of saw that one, and it caught my eye because I saw VCR. Um, <laughs> so I could tell you that the probably the one uh, VHS tape that got played out the most in my house was probably Dumb and Dumber. Like, Actually, I've watched that movie on VHS 
so many times. It like it, it was bad. Like we, my sister, I have a sister that's about a year and a half younger than me, and and man, we used to uh, we owned it, and then we couldn't find it. So then my sister and I would like we'd walk a couple miles to the video store and go rent it. And when we didn't have it, and then until we got a new one, and it, that movie just got played out in the house like big time. So that's yeah. that's what I would say is that's what I'm most likely going for. That's super nostalgic for me, especially in VCR format. I mean, you're forgiven because it's a movie that's timelessly terrible, awesome. Yeah, it, it's I love it. But the correct I'm, answer I'm, was RoboCop. Are you? Are you? Yeah, sure I, don't, I don't know. Robo Vampire? Have you seen Robo, that? I see that Ro Robo Vampire. I'm I'm a I'm definitely the kind of guy that that thrives off of um, comedy and and uh, stuff like that. Like I love funny, stupid things. Um, I mean, I have a, a SpongeBob tattoo on my arm for crying out loud. So, like, I, I just that's that's my thing is is funny, stupid things. I, I can't get enough of it. Is there an additional tattoo on your body somewhere that you can share with the audience of Instagram? <laughs> Uh, I have a, I have a couple. Um, I have a huge tribal that basically goes from this elbow across my shoulder, basically like how the rock has it, except I had mine about two years before the rock got his. It's relatively the same thing. Um, and if you squint, do all the symbols spell everybody Wang Chung tonight? <laughs> if, if I, if I flex my pecs, then the birds flap in there. It's weird. Uh, uh, it's like a Mad Magazine fold-in image. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jeff, tattoos are done. You're right. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, have, I, I have a few. That's the big one I have. I have uh, probably five more or something kind of randomly. All right. Uh, we'll get some quick hitters in here and, and wrap this thing up as I try to keep my composure. Uh, TJ had <laughs> a bunch of awesome questions here. Um What's your favorite TV show right now? What are you watching? Uh, I so man, uh, I'm watching a lot. I just finished um, my second round of uh, Sons of Anarchy. Um, before that, it was uh, the Mayans. Uh, before that, it was like my second round of uh, of um, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, um, Murders in the Building. That's what I was. If you haven't seen that show, that show is so awesome. What's that on? Yeah. Uh, that one's on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Yeah, murders in the building. It's it's hilarious. It's basically like a modern day Clue. It's freaking hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. I don't have Hulu, so I need to get it from someone. <laughs> well, what is the worst tool that you have in your shop? The worst tool? The worst tool I have in my shop? Um, me. Um, it's your hands. Yeah, my hands. That's right. Um, don't talk uh, about my friend Ed like that. That's not nice. My my Harbor Freight squares. Because <laughs> they're not square. No, in the fine print right before it says square, it says mostly. And then on the other <laughs> packaging, it says Harbor Freight square enough. And that's all that you need. Yeah. And somewhere in there it said square-ish. But like, yes, I have, I have like the set of the three different length ones. And... Uh, I used those for a while and I realized that, yeah, they are not, they shouldn't call them squares. They should call them Fish. angles, just angles. I, I don't know what the hell's going on there. Only murders in the building. That's it. Only murders in the building. That's it. That, that's such a good show. What do you like the most about the woodworking maker community? Um, just how supportive everybody is because um, I've been in threads or Facebook groups or whatever, where people are judgmental and uh, they're not so positive. And, you know, people are always nitpicking people's stuff apart. And if you've ever been on Reddit, you've probably experienced that. It's, it's really just people putting each other down and, you know, who's got the biggest wang in the group and like, you know, in the maker community, nobody gives a crap about that. Like, everybody's learning and you know you get better with time and everyone's just happy with the things that that you're able to provide the community the way it is you know what i mean so that's what i like about it okay um before we pull up another one uh we're, we're i'm trying to be better about asking this question moving forward but uh what did we miss 
what what did we not talk about that you wanted to make sure that we talked about tonight? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think anything. I think I Perfect. think we're good. I covered a lot of crap. I talk a lot. You know me. We yeah. Know. <laughs> you, you guys usually have to reel me in because I'll just go and go and go. Yeah. The other thing that I want to remind everybody that's in the audience is that right up in the top left corner, which I'm not even I'm gesturing towards that way. Um, there's a little drop down menu and you can follow Ed right from there because he is sweet as a peach and a great person to be following on the Instagram. Um, so go ahead and, and click that follow button if you guys aren't already following him. Is that a new thing? I didn't I never noticed that before. But yeah, so you can pull that down and you can follow from right there. That's cool. Well, I appreciate that. Okay, dropping that, dropping the Instagram. Yeah, I know four things about Instagram, and I've used three of them during this conversation. So <laughs> you guys should be real proud of me. Because earlier he asked me to start a chat between the three of us because he didn't know how. <laughs> I, 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 if I did, I would have done it. But like, I truly, I was like, I don't know how to add Kyle to this. So. <laughs> I was cutting my grass, and then all of, my, all of a sudden, like, my phone's blowing. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Missed out on all of this. That's uh, funny. That was awesome conversation, and I love you guys. Um, but, Ed, man, what – I guess as we kind of wrap it up, we're going a little bit over, but I think it's worth it, right? Um, what, what's next in your journey, man? Like, like you're retired. Yep. What, what are you – where are you going, man? Um. I, I don't know. So I, I have I have this idea of traveling. Right. Like, reasons to travel. I I, I don't need one. Uh, I want to I want to go visit people. That's what I want to do. I want to see I want to see my maker friends. I want to see my sawdust talk family. I want to go see friends from the military that have moved around and retired since I want to just just travel. That's I want to make when I'm here and I want to go travel around. And there's, there are some ideas that I've thrown out um, of doing a traveling uh, YouTube channel where um, me and maybe one or two or a couple people where we travel around the country and we legitimately like interview people and, and do shop tours of their shop that are not on social media. The, the people that are hidden that you don't know about that have like an astonishing shop. And, and that would give me a, another opportunity to travel and see people and do things. You know what I mean? That's awesome. So that's what I want to do. That's awesome. That sounds like a, a really, really good plan. It also kind of sounds like Kane from Kung Fu, the legend continues just sort of <laughs> walking the hills from adventure to adventure. Soul. Like that's, that's what I want to do. You know, I've always needed permission to go anywhere the last 20 years. Like, Hey, I want to go see to a friend's wedding. Like, well, you got to get permission. Well, I'm freaking 40 years old. I'm not 40 years old, but you know what I mean? Like I, I'm a grown ass man. I could die for my country, but I can't go freaking to someone's wedding without permission. So it's now I just want to be a wandering soul and just, you know, put positive vibes out there. Hey, that's awesome, man. Uh, TJ, any uh, final questions from you? I don't think so. We have 19 people in the chat. Do we dare let Ed write a number on a piece of paper? Ed, are you feeling up for it? I, I mean, I'm I'm always down. I'm always down. Let me see, let's see what we got. <laughs> it's going to be and uh... it's going to be 17. Don't write freaking 17 on there. Look, don't give away all the secrets, okay? Actually, write 17 on there. Oh, Jeff got it. <laughs> now make sure you write the number backwards. Scott got it. You guys have to share. Effie got it. Nope, it's split three ways. Okay. Oh, Scott got it. Four ways. Oh, Other Scott. Oh, boy. Hey, uh, All right. We got 10 and 7. <laughs> Se 71. Damn, he got me. Awesome. No, that's it. Uh... 13. See. Keep on going. Keep 42. On going. 42. <laughs> it was supposed to be out of 19. Uh, let's see. Negative five. Oh, man. You, you were so close, Jeff. Let's see. Keep on going. You guys are making this hard. Lots of threes, man. Three's the yeah. number. I think Jeff's just going in order here. <laughs> um, keep on going. 
1700 almost got it. <laughs> 1700 is OKC Jeff's lucky number. It just doesn't come up very often. Everybody's missing like this number. It's crazy. We believe in you. Yeah, you can do it. I know you can. We're going to get kicked off the chat before we find the number. Nah, we'll be fine. <laughs> right? Like, we've broken some kind of barrier, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. There it is. 19. 19. Well, that's backwards. Oh, 19. you write it backwards. Nancy. I don't know how to write backwards. Hold on. I, I, that's too much for me, bro. <laughs> See, now it looks like a P. Like well, a P-I. Uh, is that it? Yeah, there, you go. there you go. Nailed it. Uh, it says P19. That's awesome. P19. That's right. Big thanks to George Supplyco for uh, being a part of the show. Um, yeah. As always, you know, Scott has been amazing with his support. Um, appreciate you and uh, appreciate Ed and, and TJ joining me tonight. It's been fun. Um, any, any final thoughts, fellas? If at first you don't succeed, send a lot of messages through Instagram like Ed does. You'll get everything you want. Man, you get some answers, I'll tell you that. And you know who has a lot of the answers? That guy right there. It's ridiculous. The right there. It's ridiculous. Like, this guy knows ridiculous amounts of things. It's, it's, it's stupid how much he knows. <laughs> Half the time, I don't even know what he's saying, so... I feel that way. That's not true. You follow <laughs> along fine. You just wrinkle your eyebrows and you look so cute. I can't help but make it seem like you know what's going on. What? what? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. All right, boys and girls. Are we going to do same bad time, same bad channel next week? Next yeah. week. Thank and then uh, are we possibly going to squeak in a makeup with our intended guest for this evening? We'll figure something out. Yeah. And we'll keep everybody updated. So, uh, for sure. So uh, sad that uh, Lacey couldn't join us, but uh, we'll get her back on. So see you guys next week. Great. All right. I'm every Wednesday. Have a good night. Oh, Jeff joined us. Jeff just, just joined. in time. Oh. Jeff, <laughs> you missed the whole show, bro. <laughs> bro, where you been? That's so funny. We're out. All right. See you later. All right. See you, boys and girls. <laughs>